2: Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for the joy and the laughter that you give us, Lord, that you bring to our lives, Lord, that you give us life and light, God. We thank you for your goodness and for your mercy, your compassion and your forgiveness, Lord. We thank you that you see all and you know all, Lord, that you're always with us and you never forsake us, Lord. We thank you for the hedge of protection that you have put around us and everything that pertains to us, Lord. We thank you for our listeners and our partners, Lord, that they're being blessed and they're being kept as well, God. So we just ask that your Holy Spirit would minister to each and every one of us as you will, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: In Jesus' name,
0: amen. And amen. Well, good morning. Welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue to, I'll say, discuss Acts, but to study the Word together right we are focused on knowing our lord and savior not just about him but knowing him as i'm sure you are too which is why you're you're listening so Amen. i just want to say that if you are blessed by this message i ask you to to like it to subscribe on this or any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer on and that you share it with someone else so they too can not only be blessed but that they can grow in relationship with our lord and savior Jesus Christ, Amen? Amen. Amen, So, that being said, let's let's continue in the Word this morning, and we are in Acts chapter three. And can I get a volunteer as we press on to cover verses twelve through twenty-six, please? I will. All right, let Charles.
3: So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people. Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Oh, why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we have made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom He you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate, whom he, when he was determined to let him go. But you deny the Holy One and the just, and ask for a murderer to be granted to you, and kill the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses, in his name, through faith, in his name, wait, okay, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in your ignorance, as did also your rulers, but those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent therefore and be converted, and your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus Christ, whom was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it should be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You were sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from your iniquities.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. So so we had to cover all that section of scripture because it's important to get the whole message, right? Um, This was Peter's sermon that he was preaching, And it's important to hear everything, even though we may not cover it all today, just or in this one episode. So, but at this time, I want to open the floor to each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to, of course, ask any questions that you may have. So, with that being said, who'd like to begin? I would. Okay, Layla.
2: Um,. Verse 19 caught my attention where um, Peter said, repent all of you and be converted so that your sins may be blotted out and you would be refreshed. And it was very important um, that Peter told the people that because we get caught up in thinking that we're supposed to do all these works and we make it into heaven. We're just supposed to work work and work some more. But God has those times of rest as well for you and well, for everybody and we can only access those though however when we follow him and in his timing so it's not us taking a time for rest for ourselves and it's not us working when he said to rest either it's just being in perfect step in alignment with him and the rest refreshing and the restoring was bringing us back and establishing establishing us as we were before sin entered into the world before adam and eve sinned in the garden we were one with him and We were made in his image and in his likeness. I mean, we still are today, but the closeness that we had before, it had to be restored because of sin, because sin made a barrier and a gap. And God's presence can't dwell in the midst of sin. So it's important that it's gotten rid of. And as my dad likes to say, uprooted and replaced with truth, so that we can be with him and walk with him and experience all the goodness he has for us, not just a small part of it
0: Mm. yes do you understand why and it's not just i your mother and i say that you must replace it with truth whatever that thing is that you uprooted do you understand why
2: Uh, because the truth would set you free and if you don't know the truth you can't really grow you can't do anything of any value because you're caught in this lie that you've told yourself and believed and god can't help you in that unless you're willing to believe him and believe that he's telling you the truth there's no one that can help you
0: okay that that is part of it jesus is the truth right the way the truth and the life but there's the other aspect right and let's consider it when we're talking about roots but let's consider it like a home right it must be filled you can't just clean it out sweep it out and leave it empty right yes what is what does the word say about that
3: that he um i think you're specifically referencing when the lord said "How however devil's cast out and they don't fill it with anything he comes back and sees it all swept and says i will return to where i was from and he takes seven devils more worse than he and they enter it again because there's nothing there
4: okay and the condition of this is worse than before okay yes
0: yes have have you not either A, experienced or B, observed that in your life, not either in your own or in someone else's, where they yes. stated something and it was a lie, right? Yes. And then maybe yes. they dealt with it, but then you saw it return? Yes. You saw that lie try to, to have ground again, and if they didn't fill it with anything, have you not seen people latch back onto it? replant that lie? And then, have you not seen it also get worse? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it must be replaced with truth. And that truth must be allowed to grow. Right? The the things in our lives that don't reflect Christ must be uprooted. But truth must fill that place. It absolutely matters. Amen? Amen. So what else?
2: Oh, that's it for the second, I should say.
0: Okay. Anyone else?
4: Well, I just real quick jump into what you said first before I make a an, an overarching kind of comment. But sure thing, um, brother. You talk about it being uh, filled up in the, the ladder is worse than it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it in some simple terms. As you were saying that, I just thought about something in my own life. Okay. So um, I had made a decision. I used to smoke cigarettes i made a decision to quit smoking cigarettes and hadn't had a cigarette in 14 years Mm. when my father passed away i went right to the store bought a pack of cigarettes and within two days my smoking per day exceeded what it was 14 years prior Mm -hmm. didn't just go back to smoking a pack a day i jumped up to a pack and a half a day there wasn't a a build-up period it was just immediate Oh, yeah just like just right right into it and i think if all of us are just honest with ourselves we can mm-hmm. reflect and see mm-hmm. you know and we certainly can allow the holy spirit to reflect his light inward in us amen. Amen. not for condemnation but for illumination so that we can grow and be better but there are things in our own lives if we're honest we'll see the same thing has happened to us absolutely and that's just in the that's just in the physical realm you know how much absolutely. more in the spiritual realm amen
0: amen so,
4: It always happens in the spiritual first. And, of course, I finally did quit again, and I haven't had a cigarette in over 20 years. Well, hallelujah. uh, And and it was just the point of it. No, I
0: I appreciate that, brother. It just amplifies what we're discussing here, and it shows the real-life, real-world application.
4: Yes. And the the overarching thing I just thought as we read that section was it's, um, I envision Peter being there. And I'm not saying thus says the scripture. Okay. I just a vision Peter being there and there was um a quiet yet firm authority to his voice when he said repent. There was no milk toast, you know, wonder if somebody's <laughs> gonna be offended. And I don't I don't mean we you know we should intentionally offend someone. Right. But his obedience was to being led by the Holy Spirit, the words that were coming out of his mouth. And it's it's not that we need to beat people up with repentance we need to be obedient to the holy spirit but that's it. it's just such a contrast of what we mm-hmm. we hear through um mm, many today through m- many uh christian public voices i'll say it that way sure right that you know the the need to feel like we need to impe- appeal and be inclusive or worried about being offended uh offending others and that's not mm-hmm that's not even our job. Our job is to be obedient to the Holy Spirit and speak what he says to speak, do what he says mm-hmm. to do and, mm-hmm. and shut up when he tells us to shut up as well too. But Amen. you know, just, just cause you see something doesn't mean you say something, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know in my mind, I just envisioned this clear to everyone, this very vo- bold, mm-hmm. firm voice, not a yelling voice, not a shouting mm-hmm. voice, just a very clear, definitive voice. It's very, very matter clear. of fact. Mm-hmm. You need to repent. If, if you guys didn't figure it out, I get it. You made a mistake you killed jesus you saved a murderer and you killed the author of life mm. that's a pretty strong statement mm-hmm. absolutely but in that right even
0: in what you're saying there's uh the basic principle and in a commandment that we were given and that's the love commandment jesus said to love him when all your all right love the lord your god with all your mind heart body soul and strength right but he also said love your neighbor that's as your yourself <laughs> what's that
1: honey i said that's your paraphrase but roughly, yes that with is everything that you have and are love him
0: you the entirety of your being mm-hmm. love the lord your god and love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. and and you can see throughout scripture all these different times and ways the lord's like hey if you see your brother in a fault, address it with him, right? Um, there are times where we'd like to look at Paul's writing, where he's just like, "Hey, uh, treat that one as a as a pagan or as a gentile, like essentially throw him out." Mm-hmm. But what what did Jesus say? There's a process before you get there,
1: and Paul included that in his writing. He, he
0: did, well. yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like the ones that he addresses to Titus and to Timothy, I'll just throw that one out. Essentially, it, why? Because that's easy. But Paul didn't throw, just throw people out. He was always, hey, go to them, right? And those was what Jesus said. Go to them. If you see your brother in a fault, go to them privately. If they won't listen, bring a brother, right? As a witness or, or two as a witness. And then if they still won't listen, now bring it before the church or the elders of the church. And then if they still won't listen, well, now treat them as you would a Gentile and, um, essentially a, a, a non-believer, right? But even with that, how are you supposed to treat them? In love, because they're still your neighbor, right? We can't hang out and do uh, ministry together, obviously, right? But I still have to treat them with love. The issue, though, is this. It, because of what's been taught in society, it has attempted to warp the view and understanding of what love is and how love still addresses those things has the difficult conversations the unpleasant topics or adre- it addresses the unpleasant topics in our lives things that well many people just don't want to deal with if you will does that make sense to everybody
2: yes yes
0: if if we don't address those things right then just, just like it says about discipline if we're not addressing them then clearly we don't right you don't love your child if you don't discipline them, right? Yes. And discipline isn't always banging. It comes out starts with having the conversation. Hey, right? And we've said this in this ministry many times. You know, the Lord addresses us and with through His Holy Spirit. He's like, "Hey, you're outside of me on this." Hence, we're convicted, right? Yes. yes. Not condemned, but He's He's letting us know, hey, "You're outside of me on this." Let me show you and teach you, so you can come back in, right? Yes. So you can yes. humble yourself, so you can come back into alignment with the Lord. It absolutely matters, especially for us and for our salvation for eternity. So we have that, that opportunity, but as Isaiah, uh, I believe it's Isaiah, well, it's said in Isaiah. It's also comes from Hebrews, right? How will they know without a, a preacher okay. and a teacher? Without, so in other words, without someone to tell them, right? Right? They're outside of the Lord. And if he has to send someone, it's because we haven't listened to him and his Holy Spirit first. Because the Lord always comes to us first. But when we dismiss him, when we shut him out and refuse to listen, well, now he has to send someone. Right?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: That's not something that Peter came up with. It's not something that Paul came up with. That's something that Jesus said because that's how the lord has operated the whole time. Yes. From before the foundations of the earth. That's how the lord has operated. Yes. yes. The apostles came into alignment with with that. With the lord with his ways and his thoughts.
1: Um I was listening to what you were saying, my love, and there is a clear distinction between the God kind of love and human love. Amen. Human love is, um, fickle and flawed, but the God kind of love does what's right in every situation. And as you were relating Dean with the way that, um, Peter was speaking with boldness that comes from the God kind of love, the appropriate, um, way to deal with things. The God kind of love always has the right answer um, and we have it operating through us. We have to both cultivate the, the God kind of love in our own lives, but also we have to let the Holy Spirit minister that to and through us. Um, the God kind of love is not niceties and pleasantries, and it is kind. So sometimes we try to exchange our thought of what is right and our thought of what love is and means for what God's standard is, and they're not interchangeable and it's a pale and very distorted um, version that human love offers. But the God kind of love is always right. It's always pure. It's always correct because it's founded on what the Lord, who he is, right? Because God is love and it's governed and directed by Holy spirit. So it's always, um, I'll say distributed correctly in whatever situation you face.
4: There's a, um, A friend of mine who used to say a lot would say, um, the purpose of communication is the response you get. Mm. So when we think about that, when we are communicating to someone in a situation like this, if we put ourselves in that scenario, what is the response that we want? The response that we want is not distance with that person. Absolutely not. The response we want is not for them to be angered that we're pointing a finger at them of their sin. The response we want is for them to come into alignment with God, Mm -hmm. with His Holy Spirit, to come into a place of obedience, to step into redemption, forgiveness, wholeness. We don't do that if we have anger in our heart when we do that. That's an impossibility. So there's there's so much, uh, as we kind of have taken this little rabbit trail here you referenced to Matthew 18 I think it was we talk about you know if somebody mm-hmm. has aught against you you go to them yes then you take a brother then you take the church and then you consider whether or not you put them apart from the fellowship <coughs> correct the, I think the key part as I understand it is that taking well first and foremost really getting uh, as as it were um in the spiritual realm getting on your knees and getting before the Lord do you really want me to say this Mm-hmm. If, if you think you have to respond right now, I, I would caution you that you have anxiousness if you don't have anything else. And being anxious is not of the Lord. And so if you say, you have to do it in this exactly. moment and you have to fire back a response to somebody, you haven't given room for the Holy Spirit. So you have to do that. But let's say that you did that. You take the brother with you when you go to this person, not to be on your side, not to help you move to the next step to kick them out. But to point out your own flaws so that you don't offend your brother that you go to. Well, well, it's both. Yeah, it is. But I mean, our heart has mm -hmm. to be, I'm taking this person with me to make sure I don't mess up this relationship. Remember, I started this little, Mm -hmm. the purpose of communication is response you get. If I'm going to risk a relationship with somebody, if I'm going to risk offending someone that God has created, I better be in line with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And I need the body of believers to help me do that, right? Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be a part. So I'm taking a brother or sister, somebody with me that's going to help keep me in check and make sure I'm on the right point with this so that we do get the intended result. And that is this brother is fully restored and our relationship is better because it is not not worse off.
0: It, exactly, which ties us right back here, right? To build on, on the point you just made is about what's the response, right? Now, I'll say this not a note. It's my response. Mm-hmm. Bringing where, where a brother the heart in this moment, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bringing a brother is back to the Matthew 18 um, scripture. It is so that every fact can be accounted for, right? That's on both sides. It's, they're not there to to interject, unless the Holy Spirit leads them, right? They're there. They're not there as a mediator. They're this there to listen. Both sides. So every fact can be discussed.
1: And hopefully they've listened to Holy Spirit. Amen. Because ultimately it's not to get my will or your will done and see who's right in the matter. Exactly. It's to bring forth the will of God because it's his body.
0: So, so it comes right back here to verse 15 in Acts 3. Well, was, well let, me, let me say this first. To build off the first point we were making. It's about the response, but it, even before the response, It's an opportunity that's presented for restoration. The whole point of the Lord sending his Holy Spirit to say, hey, you're outside of me on this, is an opportunity for us to come back into alignment, to choose to come back into alignment. And hopefully that is the response, right? Now, we have a choice in that matter of whether we're going to or whether we're going to remain in opposition, But even going back to the bringing a friend, right? Following the process that the Lord set forth.
1: Bringing a brother.
0: A brother in Christ. Yes, I meant yes. (laughs) Thank you for correcting me. (laughs) You're welcome. They're there to help verify every fact, not opinions, but facts. Serving as a, verse 15, what what did Peter say they were? A witness. They were a witness. Wait, isn't that the same thing the Lord said? When he ascended, told, that, told his now apostles, when he ascended into heaven, you are witnesses of these things. Hmm. So we have, again, Peter is, through faith, restating, staying in, in alignment and agreement with the Lord, saying, hey, this is who I am and what I am. I am a witness of these things. But now he's also utilizing that to say, hey, or, or I'll say to, because the Lord has sent him. To preach and teach the gospel, which is what he's doing here, in this in this uh, situation, right? Mm-hmm. By letting them know where they drifted away, but it's an opportunity for the people to come back into alignment. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. yes. I know it's a lot, and and I know we took a.
4: <laughs> maybe a little
0: roundabout way to get there.
4: Well, let me just wrap back in that. Just the, 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 Please, the purpose of me pointing that out was not to, um, bolster anyone's thoughts that, um, well, that's not what the preachers are doing today, or that's what the televangelists are not doing today. Whatever, that's not it at all. I'm just mm-hmm. was pointing out the contrast in that. Mm. Oh, and, sure. And, and well, I'm, I'm just saying more for the yeah. listeners. I know sure, you sure, guys sure. know my heart, but just like yeah. and trying to okay. wrap back into where we are here. That, right. yeah, yes. When the Lord is guiding you, mm-hmm. when you're empowered by the Holy Spirit, this mm-hmm. is the, this is the result that you see. That's it. And so, Amen. if you don't see this result elsewhere, then use that as the filter for the information you're receiving. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right?
0: Amen.
4: If it's not bringing peace. Well, if it's not bringing peace, but also, you know, although I did not have any level of comprehension of what I was receiving growing up in a Southern Baptist church, you know, as a child, um, rarely did I leave a church service feeling comforted, Mm -hmm. but I also didn't feel terrorized either. Mm -hmm. Right? Exposure of what my natural life is opposed to what my spiritual life is supposed to be was always evident to me mm. right yeah. i think that's what he's doing here he's not there's not it's just it's just different that's all i'm just
0: mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. connecting you bring it all together there's not a, a spiritual life and a natural life It's like even if you're operating in the natural there's a spiritual side behind it
4: well the mm-hmm. statement of course I, I said it differently but i mean you know you rescued the murderer right. and killed the author of life. That's it. They needed to hear that.
1: It's truth. And yes. speaking the truth, all truth and love is what we're told to do, not hide Amen. the truth. That, and that's why I said the difference between God love and human love. Human love says, let me be nice to you. I'm not going to tell you the truth. It might hurt your feelings. Shh, shh you're okay. If you go to hell, huh, but you feel good now. That's not God kind of love. God kind of love says, hey, correct this. It's disjointed. Because that will lead you to peril. It'll lead you to perishing. And that's not the will of the Father. When you look at the truth, now make the right decision to receive, to repent. Here's the answer. This took place. It did happen. But here's the answer. Come back to Christ. And now you will be um, refreshed and come into uh, from the presence of the Lord. So mm-hmm. that's how you can look at what whether it's God doing it or flesh doing it, God brings the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Doesn't mean that it's pain free. Cause sometimes when I have to, um, buffet my flesh, I'm like, Ooh, ah, okay. Hurts, ow, right. ow. But pulling that thorn out, it does hurt. But afterwards I'm healed and restored. But human flesh winks at sin. It covers it. It won't say anything about it or it's on the, the hyper opposite. It wants to condemn and break apart and accuse, and, apart and, accuse yep. and, and that's operating, you know, that flesh is taken off and, and Satan is involved on either side of that. But when when God's will is being done, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And even if somebody gets mad and gnashes with their teeth, because we saw Jesus speak and they did that many times to him. And of course he was telling the truth that people responded poorly, but when it's received, it, was, it produces the peaceable righteousness that God provides and The word of God is a discern of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So being in line and on step with the Lord is very vital for all that we do. And having that love that God kind of love cultivated. So that's our filter. That's our focus. Am I doing what you want to be done? And let me, like you said, Dean, look at my own motivations. If Peter was getting up here to go, y'all show is stupid. And look what you did. And y'all going to hell he would have been in his flesh. But because he brought it back in, here's the way to life. Repent, come to him, and now you'll be able to move forward. You can, you can see, you can tell, you can taste that what he was doing was what Holy Spirit wanted mm-hmm. versus what his flesh wanted. And just lastly, I do appreciate seeing Peter um, leave behind his past. Amen. And stepping into what God said without a sense of condemnation um, for the previous sins that uh, or the his previous denying of Jesus. I love that. And, you know, it encourages me because he's not taking up his own righteousness, but he's walking in the confidence and the righteousness that comes from I've been washed in the blood of jesus christ and now because i trust you god i'm moving forward in what you said if jesus wanted to condemn him he could have it's totally his right right it was yes it belongs to him to do that but he didn't he restored peter and peter received that restoration and walked in it i i absolutely love seeing that so i just wanted to encourage us you know if you've been outside of the lord in some kind of way don't stay there get it right repent
0: Right, humble yourself and, and come back into alignment with the Lord because that's ultimately what he wants, what he desires for everyone. Mm-hmm. He wills that none should perish. But again, he leaves that choice up to us. Amen. But take choose the, life. Take the door, take so, the door. <laughs> so choose life. that it will be well with you and your children and your children's children.
1: And, and walk in what God has for you today.
0: Amen. The destiny that he laid out for you. Mm-hmm. Amen Was well, a lot So let's pause there for today And um, There's definitely a, More to discuss On the next episode But With that being said Can I get a volunteer To close us out In prayer please I will Alright promise
2: Lord I just thank you For today Just thank you for Giving us what You want us to say Lord And Lord I also Just thank you for Coming into our midst Lord and just Ordaining us Lord In the name of Jesus, amen. (laughs) In
0: Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
2: We hope
1: you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at org, Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org